This week's Torah portion for the 8th of Adar is Teroma, Heave Offering. Exodus 25 And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they take up a contribution for me. From everyone whose heart moves him, you should take up my contribution, and this is the contribution which you take up from them gold and silver and bronze and blue and purple and scarlet material and fine linen and goat's hair and rams skins dyed red and fine leather and acacia wood oil for the light spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense Shaham stones and stones to be set in the shoulder garments and in the breastplates. And they shall make me a set apart place, and I shall dwell in their midst. According to all that I show you, the pattern of the dwelling place and the pattern of all its furnishing, make it exactly so. And they shall make an ark of acacia wood, two and a half cubits, Long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half high. And you shall overlay it with clean gold, inside and outside you shall overlay it. And you shall make on it a molding of gold all around. And you shall cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in its four corners two rings on one side and two rings on the other side, and you shall make poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, and shall put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to lift up the ark by them. The poles are in the rings of the ark. They are not taken from it, and into the ark you shall put the witness which I give you, and you shall make a lid of atonement of clean gold, two and a half cubits long, and a cubit and a half wide, and you shall make two cherubim of gold, make them of beaten work at the two ends of the lid of atonement, and make one cherub at one end, and the other cherub at the other end. Make the cherubim from the lid of atonement at its two ends. And the cherubim shall be spreading out their wings above, covering the lid of atonement with their wings, with their faces toward each other. The faces of the cherubim turn toward the lid of atonement. And you shall put the lid of atonement on top of the ark and put into the ark the witness which I give you. And I shall meet with you there, and from above the lid of atonement, from between the two cherubim, which are on the ark of the witness, I shall speak to you all that which I command you concerning the children of Israel. And you shall make a table of acacia wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide, and a cubit and a half high, and you shall overlay it with clean gold, and shall make a molding of gold all around, and shall make for it a rim of a hand breadth all around, 
and shall make a gold molding for the rim all around. And you shall make for it four rings of gold, and put the rings on the four corners that are at its four legs. The rings are close to the rim, as holders for the poles to lift the table. And you shall make the poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. And the table shall be lifted with them. And you shall make its dishes, and its ladles, and its jars, and its bowls for pouring. Make them of clean gold. And you shall put the showbread on the table before me continually. And you shall make a lampstand of clean gold. The lampstand is made of beaten work. Its base and its shaft, its cups, its ornamental knobs and blossoms are from it. And six branches shall come out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of one side and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side. Three cups made like almond flowers on one branch with ornamental knobs and blossom in three cups made like almond flowers on the other branch with ornamental knob and blossom. So for the six branches coming out of the lampstands, and on the lampstand itself are four cups made like almond flowers with ornamental knob and blossom. And a knob under the first two branches of the same, and a knob under the second two branches of the same, and a knob under the third two branches of the same, according to the six branches coming out of the lampstand. Their knobs and their branches are of the same, all of it, one be in work of clean gold. And you shall make seven lamps for it, and they shall mount its lamp so that they give light in front of it. And its snuffers and their trays are of clean gold. It is made of a talent of clean gold with all these utensils. So see, and do according to the pattern which was shown to you on the mountain. Exodus 26 And make the dwelling place with ten curtains of fine woven linen and blue and purple and scarlet material. Make them with cherubim, the work of a skilled workman. The length of each curtain is twenty-eight cubits, and the width of each curtain for cubits, all the curtains having one measure. Five curtains are joined to each other, and five curtains are joined to each other. And you shall make loops of blue on the edge of the end curtain on one set, and do the same on the edge of the end curtain of the second set. Make 50 loops in the one curtain and make 50 loops on the edge of the end curtain of the second set. The loops being opposite to each other and you shall make 50 hooks of gold and shall join the curtains together with the hooks and the dwelling place shall be one and you shall make curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the dwelling place. Make eleven curtains. 
The length of each curtain is 30 cubits, and the width of each curtain, 4 cubits, one measure to the 11 curtains. And you shall join the five curtains by themselves, and the six curtains by themselves, and you shall double over the six curtains at the front of the tent. And you shall make 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that is uttermost in one set, and 50 loops on the edge of the curtain of the second set. And you shall make 50 bronze hooks, and put the hooks into the loops, and join the tent together, and it should be one. And the overlapping part of the rest of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the dwelling place, and a cubit on one side, and a cubit on the other side of what remains of the length of the curtains of the tent, is to hang over the sides of the dwelling place, on this side and on that side to cover it. And you shall make a covering of ram skin dyed red for the tent, and a covering of fine leather above that. And for the dwelling place, you shall make the boards of acacia wood standing up. Ten cubits is the length of a board, and a cubit and a half the width of each board. Two tenons in each board for binding one to another. Do the same for all the boards of the dwelling place. And you shall make the boards for the dwelling place, 20 boards for the south side, and make 40 sockets of silver under the 20 boards, two sockets under each of the boards for its two tenons. And for the second side of the dwelling place, on the north side, 20 boards, and their 40 sockets of silver, two sockets under each of the boards. And for the extreme part of the dwelling place, Westward, make six boards, and make two boards for the two back corners of the dwelling place. And they are double beneath, and similarly, they are completed to the top, to the one ring. So it is for both of them, they are for the two corners. And they should be eight boards, and their sockets of silver, sixteen sockets, two sockets under the one board, and two sockets under the other board. And you shall make bars of acacia wood, five for the boards on one side of the dwelling place, and five bars for the boards on the other side of the dwelling place, and five bars for the boards of the side of the dwelling place. For the extreme parts westward, with the middle bar in the midst of the boards, going through from ends to ends, and overlay the boards with gold, and make their rings of gold as holders for the bars, and overlay the bars with gold. And you shall raise up the dwelling place according to its pattern, which you were shown on the mountain. And you shall make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet material and fine woven linen, the work of a skilled workman made with cherubim. And you shall put it on the four columns of acacia wood, overlaid with gold, their hooks of gold upon four sockets of silver. And you shall hang the veil from the hooks, and shall bring the ark of the witness there behind the veil. 
and the veil shall make a separation for you between the set-apart and the most set-apart place. And you shall put the lid of atonement upon the ark of the witness in the most set-apart place. And you shall set the table outside the veil and the lampstand opposite the table on the side of the dwelling place toward the south. And put the table on the north side and you shall make a covering for the door of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet material and fine woven linen made by a weaver. And you shall make for the covering five columns of acacia wood and overlay them with gold, their hooks of gold, and you shall cast five sockets of bronze for them. Exodus 27, 1 through 19. And you shall make a slaughter place of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. The slaughter place is square, in its height three cubits. And you shall make its horns on its four corners. Its horns are of the same, and you shall overlay it with bronze. And you shall make its pots to receive its ashes and its shovels, and its basins, and its forks, and its fire holders, make all its utensils of bronze. And you shall make a grating for it, a bronze network, and shall make on the network four bronze rings at its four corners, and shall put it under the rim of the slaughter place beneath, so that the network is halfway up the slaughter place, and you shall make poles for the slaughter place, poles of acacia wood, and shall overlay them with bronze. And the poles shall be put in the rings, and the poles shall be on the two sides of the slaughter place for lifting it. Make it hollow with boards, as it was shown to you on the mountain, so that they are to make it, and you shall make the courtyard of the dwelling place. For the south side, Screens for the courtyard made of fine woven linen, 100 cubit long for one side, and its 20 columns, and their 20 sockets of bronze, the hooks of the columns, and their bands of silver, and so for the north side in length, screens 100 cubit long, with its 20 columns, and their 20 sockets of bronze, and the hooks of the columns, and their bands of silver. And the width of the courtyard, on the west side screens of fifty cubits, with their ten columns, and their ten sockets, and the width of the courtyard, on the east side, fifty cubits, and the screens on one side of the gate, fifteen cubits, with the three columns, and their three sockets. And on the other side, screens of fifteen cubits with their three columns and their three sockets. And for the gate of the courtyard, a covering twenty cubits long of blue and purple and scarlet material and fine woven linen made by a weaver, four columns and four sockets. All the columns around the courtyard have bands of silver, their hooks silver and their sockets bronze. The length of the courtyard is 100 cubits and the width 
50 by 50 and the height 5 cubits woven of fine linen thread in its sockets of bronze. All the utensils of the dwelling place for all its service, all its pegs, and all the pegs of the courtyard are bronze. First Kings 5.12 And Yahuwah gave Shalomon wisdom as he promised him, and there was peace between Hiram and Shalomon, and the two of them made a covenant, and sovereigns Shalomon raised up compulsory labor out of all Israel. And the compulsory labor was 30,000 men, and he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 per new moon by courses. There were one new moon in Lebanon, two new moons at home. And Adonaram was over the compulsory labor. And Shalomo had 70,000 bearing burdens and 80,000 hewn stone in the mountains besides 3,300 from the chiefs of Shalomo's deputies who were over the work, those ruling over the people who labored in the work. And the sovereigns commanded, and they brought large stones, precious stones to lay the foundation of the house with hewn stones, and Shalomo builders and Haram's builders. And the men of Gibal did hew, and prepare timber and stones to build the house. First King 6, 1-13 And it came to be in the 480th year after the children of Israel had come out of the land of Mitzrayim in the fourth year of the reign of Shalomo over Israel in the new moon of Z, which is the second new moon that he began to build the house of Yahuwah. And the house which sovereign Shalomo built for Yahuwah was 60 cubits long and 20 wide and 30 cubits high. And the porch of the front of the Hekal of the house was 20 cubits long, according to the breadth of the house, and its width 10 cubits from the front of the house. And he made for the house windows with narrow frames, and against the wall of the house he built rooms all around, against the walls of the house, all around the Hekal and the speaking place. Thus he made side rooms all around. The lowest side room was five cubits wide, and the middle one was six cubits wide, and the third one was seven cubits wide, for he made narrow ledges around the outside of the house so as not to lay hold on the walls of the house. And the house, when it was being built, was built with finished stone made ready beforehand, so that no hammer or chisel or any iron tool was heard in the house while it was being built. The doorway for the middle side room was on the right side of the house, and they went up by stairs to the middle side rooms, and from the middle to the third. So he built the house and completed it, and he paneled the house with beams and boards of cedar, and he built the side rooms of the structure against all the house, each five cubits high, and they were fastened to the house 
with cedar beams. And the word of Yahuwah came to Shalomo, saying, This house which you are building, if you walk in my laws and do my right rulings, and shall guard all my commands and walk in them, then I shall confirm my word with you, which I spoke to your father David, and shall dwell in the midst of the children of Israel, and not forsake my people Israel. Mark twelve thirty five through forty four, and Yahusha responding said, while teaching in the set apart place, how is it that the scribes say that Mashiach is the son of David? David himself said, By the set-apart spirit, Yahuwah said to my master, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool of your feet. David himself calls him master. In what way then is he his son? And the large crowd heard him gladly. And in his teaching, he was saying to them, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces, and the best seats in the congregations, and the best places at feasts, who are devouring widows' houses, and for a show make long prayers, these shall receive greater judgment. And sitting opposite the treasury he saw, how the people put copper into the treasury, and many rich ones put in much. And a poor widow came and threw in two small copper coins, which amount to a cent. And calling near his top ones, he said to them, Truly I say to you, that this poor widow has put in more than all those put in into the treasury. For they all put in out of their excess. But she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had, her entire livelihood. <laughs> 